Hey, it's your bestie Lo. Welcome to Thrive with Lois, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and to thrive in all areas of your life. You're here because you want to grow inside and out. So are you ready? Let's thrive together. Today, I am joined by Jack Gillett, who is owner and founder of Ludus Coaching, the man taking Instagram by storm to help people overcome unhealthy habits, make sustainable change and live a healthier, happier, fulfilled life. So Jack, thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) It's long overdue. We've been talking about doing a podcast for, I want to say about a year now. Yeah, literally. So yeah, we always seem to get into a our own little podcast in the gym don't we yeah definitely so we've got a lot to talk about today and to unpick but what do you do um so for the last sort of 13 years I've been a personal trainer working on the gym floor just in the local area um and I've managed to sort of keep a strong sort of base from there um working with everyday people all looking to sort of change their lives become better um and over that time, I've just obviously helped a ton of people sort of change their habits, change their outlook on life, um, along with my own. So, yeah, that's where my passion is. And it's really great to see that now you've taken that step forward, renaming your coaching brand to Ludus Coaching. Why Why Ludus? Um, so I'm really into kind of like stoicism, uh, stoic sort of stuff and becoming personal development, becoming the best version and Ludus is the name of Gladiator School. So I thought to myself, that's a really cool name as a lot of my coaching is kind of educational, along with becoming a better version of yourself while also sort of targeting guys mainly to sort of step up, become that next level and the best version of themselves. Hmm. So do you see a lot of your clients, that they come to you with habits that they want to form? Unhe- well, I want to say, I'll put in quotes here, unhealthy habits hmm. that they want to change for themselves too? Yeah, I think a lot of people come to us as, as coaches um, wanting to achieve change without really having the awareness though a lot of the time on what it really takes to sort of change these habits. So a lot of people come to us wanting to start new habits, like to get good ones. However, maybe don't have the awareness that they might need to address the bad habits first before Mm. maybe progressing onto the the bigger habits. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what I I sort of found, yeah. Hmm. What does the word, like, habit mean to you? So, for me... The reason I've put so much emphasis on it with my coaching is because it's it's everything. It's your behaviours, it's who you are as identity. Uh, without us realising it really is all of our habits make us who we are, the way we think, the way we deal with situations, the way we feel about situations, the way we outlook things. And that is sometimes ingrained in us. However, the... Uh, nice thing about it is that we have the ability to change that too and if you're really willing to sort of look deep and kind of address it you can really change all of that stuff so a lot of people can sometimes get into that kind of fixed mindset of who they are where they're at not really feeling like there's a way out or kind of that's who they are that's like I'm not a for example you'll probably hear this a lot like I'm not a a physical person I'm not a healthy eater I'm not I'm not this I'm not that 
but when you really do address it and realize that actually a lot of those habits and those thoughts and behaviors are all just brought up from us as a young child uh so for me behavior change is personal development it's it's your identity it's who you are as a, as a as a person so it's quite a big subject and one that i think a lot of coaches delve into and really it's important too Mm. But also remember there's there's sort of lines as well around it that mm. we have to kind of stay in our own lane for. Definitely. I think habits as well and showing up consistently for yourself on a day-to-day basis is a form of self-care. 100%. And like you said, it's part of your identity. It's part of who you are. And f- habits that are formed consistently and things that you show up for over time on a repeated basis will help you to get the end result that you want. Obviously, if it's healthier habits it's going to be more beneficial for your goals but unhealthier habits are things that sometimes you have to look inward in and ask yourself is this something that is going to benefit me to get to where I want to be back to what you were saying there as well is it's I think it's a good thing to raise is that with our coaching as well we'll see a lot of people who want to get eight-week transformations. Mm. You'll see these things online where people think, oh, okay, I can go from here to here within eight weeks because they see transformation pictures, they see other people, they speak to other people who have done it. And it sometimes sets the expectations so wrong for a lot of people. It's funny that you say that because literally last night was looking on YouTube. Well, we was on YouTube, um, me and my partner, after he'd just finished his yoga video <laughs> in, the, uh, in the lounge. And there was a video up on YouTube and it said flat stomach in seven days. Mm. And this video had 74 million views. Wow. 74 million views. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? People want quick fixes yeah they want that instant gratification they want the instant results and for most anything that requires a little bit of hard work it can put them off and this is where you do have to really cultivate a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset and find out and ask yourself like do you uh, what is it that you're wanting to achieve why do you want to get to where you want to be and is this something that you want to um is this something that you can commit to you have to ask yourself those questions but i think like you said like most people just want the quick yeah quick fix i think i think this is where a lot of people can put like you say that happiness or that end goal or that outcome Mm. or that look on a a feeling they sort of like okay if i can look like that that's where i'm going to be happy but i think when you when you really address and you really want to get some big change, you've got to be willing to kind of really start to look at everything as a whole, all of your habits, like all of the way that you're thinking, the way that you, because if you, you can lose the weight, you can drop the weight, you can get to where you want to. But if your thinking habits and your behavior habits still are the same, that's where nothing changes. Mm. So this is where, like you say, like having that awareness, that journaling, that, um, thing around this whole deeper kind of like mindset stuff is what's gonna probably push you in the right direction more it's gonna take you a hell of a lot longer and it's it's a lot more hard work because nobody really wants to face who who kind of like their their own habits or their own behaviors it's quite easy sometimes to pull it on other people and sort of be like well 
the reason I'm not like this is because of this situation or that situation. But you have to sometimes really be willing to kind of be a bit more open-minded and kind of looking looking inward a little bit. It sounds a bit deep, and I know it's it's, um, it's not something that has come easy to me. Like I've had to sort of practice that. Um, but when you do, that's when you can pull pull it into most situations, sort of like mm. not just your healthy habits, which is like our obviously forte, but you're looking at like relationships, the way that you communicate with people, the way that you deal with so much stuff for your like family, all the rest of it. That's where you can really start to use all of this stuff. And once you know the kind of the loop of it, then you can kind of apply it to anything to kind of progress and get better after that is pretty much what everybody's really after. Mm. When people come to us and they want change, it's personal development. They want to get better. So this is kind of a big, um, big part of it, I think. This is the thing with like uh, coaching as well is everybody's so different. And uh, people say these rules and they're like, okay, that's the rule I need to go by or that's the rule I need to stick to. And it's 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 too generic. There's mm. everybody's so different and it's this is where you can't just put on your idea of what's good on somebody else mm. really getting to know like you say with your even with your client stuff you want to get to know them you get to know them that's when the level the the sort of results are t- getting taken to the next level rather than just thinking right okay this is it's like this is what you're going to be set don't stray without it like throughout these you've got to really kind of recognize that not everybody's going to be as motivated to kind of take action and some people don't want this whole big change that a lot of people uh, go on about or they try and preach about Mm. like some people are are generally happy like most people are quite happy they just want to make a few better decisions in their life so there's no need for you to kind of us to kind of like go in and be like right you need to really sort of change this you need to stop this you need to stop that they're just going to feel some people it might make them feel so like a failure like the whole mm. process like oh I'm so far off what this guy's expecting or what this coach is expecting off me so it's really knowing the person and, and like you say knowing yourself and that's that's where you can make those decisions yeah I love yeah. that you've highlighted there that not everyone is the same and everyone mm. does have different goals and would have different expectations of themselves you know not everyone wants to focus on fat loss and I think as a coach it's your responsibility to dig deeper to find out what it is that your client wants and not just assume oh yeah they're coming they're signing on to my coaching to achieve fat loss you know I had a coaching call with one of my clients yesterday and we after each um eight weeks like we kind of just like review where we're at and I always try and lead the conversation to make sure that they're making their own decisions Mm. because that's way more empowering for them and I just always go go back to the initial goals and I say is this still something that you want to work on like even with the fat loss Mm. side of things you know I said to her yesterday is the fat loss still something that you want to continue working towards you know and just or or is the strength is these the things that you still want to continue working on not right we're gonna be dropping down your calories to do x y and z because that client might not want to achieve any more fat loss or they might actually just want to focus on their wellness their mental health they might you know so I think as a coach you do have a responsibility to get to know your client Mm. and really dig deeper into what it is that they want to achieve 100% I think what you said there is like 
this is a bit of an issue with fitness in, in whole is a lot of people will base how well they've done upon physique change solely. So mm. I've had some people who for months might not have, they, the goal might have been that I want to lose weight and or, or gain weight or whichever it is and they'll do a couple of months and they're like, there's not too much change. What's going, like, what's going on? But the change that would have happened with inside them and them, ha- them working on the awareness of the habits, the working on kind of actually eating better, moving more, like thinking different. Like, don't get me wrong, it's, it's nice to still focus on the, the physique if that's the goal. The end goal could be that. But like we said, we were saying earlier, is it's a bit of a process. Mm. You have to kind of realise that actually there's going to be a lot of walls that you might have to knock down until you get to that, that point. Um, but it, yeah, I think it's important for you to realise that actually physique is so hard though because I think it we base so much upon physique. Like even like it, if somebody could have dropped a ton of weight and mentally like you see these photo shoots and then you think like especially the lean lean i'm talking like bodybuilding ready to step on stage i mean you look at that and you're like whoa they've they've smashed it they've done so well and it starts to make you think i want to get involved in that i want to i want to do that or or i want to get to that sort of leanness but the reality of that is is a lot of them at that point are probably at the unhealthiest they've ever been the biggest of struggles, like not being able to focus at work, hormonally, it's all up the walls, sleep, sleeps down the pan. While you all look good, it's, it can be so, it can be a confusing concept. So I think, like you say, it's really trying to get people to hone in on the, on the process, get them to realize that actually there are going to be months where you're going to be a little bit busier and that's okay. If you keep on this and we keep, maybe looking at other ways of us progressing and making better decisions, maybe building that person that you've got in your head, the, the, the physique will come. It mm. will come eventually. You know, the mindset around those changes and like you said, when you focus on, if you was to focus on like how you was feeling in yourself rather mm. than just the aesthetics, I feel like that is way more important it's way more empowering and it's okay to have an aesthetic goal and this is Mm. something i spoke about on a podcast recently like there's nothing wrong with having an aesthetic goal but when it's the only thing that you focus on it can be yeah 100 percent really hard that that, yeah that is it like you said there it's it's, it's so many people just focus on that solely rather than seeing the improvements in the gym the energy the mood the outlook all of this Mm. other stuff that is part of of it um it can be uh like you say, it can, it, yeah, the people just lose kind of motivation for it. Definitely. So what are some common challenges that you see clients face when it comes to forming new habits? So I think, as we were talking about earlier, like the, the whole eight-week sort of transformations and things like that, people see those and they expect that of themselves. When a lot of the people we work with, well, especially myself, they don't really have the the foundations in place already. So they're not already making great choices with their nutrition. They're not training in the gym consistently. They're not active. There's this, it's, it's a bit of a mess. It's a bit chaos. And they would expect to go from this to this. Whereas a lot of those eight week transformation you can see, especially people we've already 
quite decent physiques. They're already training really well. They're already tracking a lot. They, they've they got the expectation of what it's going to take to to drop that weight. So I think the biggest common mistake I often see is having that high expectation to try and change so much in one go. They're going from sort of start, okay, I need to change my nutrition. I need to be walking more. I need to be showing up for training. I need to cut stuff out. I need to sleep by a certain time. And it's just way too much. Mm. It won't be long until, like you say, like uh, even even if you committed to that for the for the six weeks and you cut all the stuff out and you get to your goal, because you've kind of focused on that end goal and this being temporary, this whole feeling of maybe right, being so fixated on on a on this lifestyle when it's not realistic. It's not something that you can say to yourself, right, okay, well, after these six weeks, I'm going to be continuing this for another year. So you end up falling exactly back to your old habits, your old ways, and then you start that cycle. So it's a constant cycle. It's like when we see New Year's resolutioners, Mm. when they, like you said, set such high expectations, it's it's like the moment that it hits the 1st of January, January, they expect themselves to be this completely different person. They're like, new year, new me, which I think can be a great quote to work towards. Mm. But don't expect by 12.01am <laughs> yeah. on the 1st of January to be yeah. a, a completely different person. And this is why most people do drop off and this is something that I did find as well especially when I worked as a PT and you get that huge influx of people at the gym which is you know great so many people have that intention to want to change Mm. and they want to go to the gym but the the thing is I see a lot of people going six seven days a week and then it being completely unrealistic overwhelming and then as a result they might think fuck this yeah i can't do this and then they don't do anything and then they don't step into the gym for another until it's the next year so actually putting too much pressure on yourself too high high expectations overwhelming yourself with too much to do can have the reverse effect and this is another reason why when i have new clients on board my coaching I start them off with like one or two habits to start. And then as their journey progresses, then I add on more habits. It's only when they start to be consistent with those few changes that I say, okay, right now we're going to do this. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, like you said there, one to three habits is, is the, the, the the perfect amount. Um, But even then as well, like you say, sometimes we can set the expectation. It's like, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to do, I'll make sure I do that four times this week. Mm. I think as well, like you say, having that awareness, being realistic, saying to them, okay, do you think you're 80, 90% confident or 80 to 100% confident that you could nail that? If they say, yeah, I can nail that 100%, mm. then you know you're setting a good habit. Whereas if you're sort of saying, and it sounds a bit unrealistic, it's like, do you, do you 100% think that this week, come the end of next week, that you can say that you've done that? And they're a bit like, mm, I'm not sure. Lower the, ha- lower the expectation. And you can always build it as the weeks go on, like you say there, like sort of saying, okay, I'm going to eat vegetables every single meal. Mm. And it's like, okay, do you really think you can do that? Mm, no, I'm not too sure. Okay, let's break it down. Let's go for one meal every day or mm. three times this week. 
And then they say, okay, yeah, I ate three this week. Perfect. Okay, cool. What should we try next week? Do you feel like, do you feel confident with that? Do you feel like you can maintain it? Yeah, let's do it again. Um, but yeah, one to three, like you say, is perfect enough. Like it's so different as well because I think everyone has this expectation. You have the 21 day habits and once you hit 21 days, it's sort of a sudden a, a conscious thing when it's just simply not the case at all. Yeah. And then it becomes part of your routine. It just becomes part of your lifestyle, especially if you're consistent with a habit for a long period of time. It's at the start, it might feel really fucking hard mm-hmm. and you might be like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat protein with each of my, each yeah. my meals. But then over time, it just becomes something that's ingrained in you and you just end up showing up and doing. Yeah. I think it was saying like in the studies was like, I think it's something like 18 to almost like nine months, like 270 something days to, to form a habit. But I think like you're saying there is like that, the length of that time for you to form that habit is going to change so much upon your social life, your time, how you, how you perceive the habit as mm-hmm. well. A lot of people, they rely on willpower and motivation to get those habits in place. And when that willpower or motivation kind of drops off, the habit can be dropped mm. quicker than fifth grade French. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. And this is why you can't rely on motivation. Mm. This is why you have to rely on building discipline mm. into your into your life, which, but which isn't something that is going to come naturally. In the early stages, you will most likely be relying on motivation and that feeling, that excitement to get you to the gym. But then over time, you might find that that, well, you will find that that wavers. There will be times Mm. that you don't, you can't be asked to go to the gym. There will Mm. be times that you think, I'd rather sit on the couch and watch TV, which, you know, we're all guilty of, but then it's reminding yourself, well, what, what is it? What is the reason that I'm doing this. Why do I? Why am I going to the gym? Why am I showing up for myself? Who is the version of myself that I want to yeah. become? I think, like as you were saying there, like when we obviously, if we look at that habit loop, so like you say, you have the the trigger of whatever it is, and that's with like subconscious, conscious, or whichever. Then you've got the behaviour, the action, and then obviously the reward. And too many of us, I feel that instant reward of an action, that instant feeling, mm. it, 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 we we like that feeling too much. It's too easy. And, and, and like, that's why, like, for example, we, we have that alcohol drink or that bit of cake or whichever it is. And it's that instant feeling of, oh, okay, I feel good about myself. I feel like, yeah, that was, that was good. Mm. And, instant uh, gratification. Yeah, yeah instant it? gratification. Yeah. And like you say, the, the reward sometimes is, okay, trying to go to the gym, like the behavior of going to the gym, the reward of that at the end of it is, is you're going to feel good, feel good about yourself. But at the time it's, it's, it's such a big task to do. It can, it can be off-putting. Like you say, like it's, oh, actually I feel good now. I've, I would rather sit here and keep warm and, and watch TV. Yeah. That's a habit. Like that thought process of being like, actually I'm just, I'm relying on that instant gratification can be a habit that you that I've found that I've had to really kind of like work on and break that instant feeling of actually I feel good now, but play it forward a little bit. Like mm. sort of like, okay, I know I don't want to go to the gym. Try and reframe it. Look, you're going to feel really good after. Like, okay, that's going to make me kind of go a little bit. Once you're there, you're going to be good. So kind of like you, you were saying there about kind of thinking about those thoughts 
of how you're going to feel after the action rather than how you're feeling now mm. is it, going to be key, I think, in kind of changing your habits and changing in big behaviour change, definitely. I was listening to a podcast the other day and it said something really useful in that when you're having a negative thought or you don't want to do something, add on but after mm. it. So like you've just said there, is, yeah. so I don't want to go to the gym, but I know it's going to make me feel fucking yeah. great. And I know that it's going to get me one step closer to my goal. So it's trying to almost counteract that negative with a positive yeah. to get you to take action and i don't know if you listen to mel robbins at all sometimes yeah so she's got something called the five second rule right and you're meant to count back from five so five four three two one and then you take action right yeah so i started doing this in the morning so if i'm having a day where i i'm like i really don't want to get out of bed which is most days I like my sleep, <laughs> then I'll just go five, four, three, two, one. And then I'm literally just like, I rise from the dead and I'm like, I'm out, I'm out of here. The undertaker. So, yeah, yeah, literally. So just like little things like that yep. can, can really, really help. But um, it's interesting that you were saying, obviously, about that, that habit loop. Have mm. you noticed, have you seen any of your clients' habits stack or have you stacked habits on top of themselves yeah, for so yourself and seen some changes yeah i think like like for me i know it's i see even like um so i'm into a lot of like breathing um a lot of breathing sort of like uh trying to really sort of tune into your breath and stuff like that because mm -hmm. for me it's a it's a it's an easy way of you seeing how overwhelmed you are how stressed or how anxious you are um because we don't realize until we actually slow down yeah do exactly that, do we, you know no, exactly and i think for me there's a lot of like sort of habits taking so sort of like first thing in the morning i'll kind of have that awareness of like just a bit of breath work something like that, just mm. to kind of like tune in to myself a little bit just kind of see how the day's going to go and then kind of go for it from there um so for example i have a really bad habit of it sometimes when i get in so i'll go, go straight through the door and i'll put myself on the sofa straight up to my phone and it could just be there stuck for like 40 minutes just on reels yeah just literally just just in a, a daze so uh sort of like little habits i'll do now is instead of me sort of like sitting there doing that i'll just do a bit of cleaning which is that sounds silly but th that simple like mindset task of as soon as i walk through the door and i do one small task the smallest task it could be i don't know like do a bit of washing 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 some dishes or something like that mm. that straight away gets me into the habit of cut right okay what's the next what's the next task what's the next task um so little things like that are kind of like stack um but yeah like you, you were saying as well in terms of the uh what you were saying earlier about the kind of viewing things as well i think it's a good point so i i think a lot of this healthy stuff we can view as being quite like oh, it's really hard work it's really tough to do so like when you start a diet it's like oh my god this is going to be a really tough challenge um but i think reframing it like you were saying earlier about that positive mindset towards it is going to help you massively mm. if you know that you're about to go into a phase where diet you're going to be dieting you're going to be eating less calories you're going to have to make better choices and and your view of that whole thing on that whole process is going to be Oh, this is going to be tough. I don't really want to do this. I don't really, I don't enjoy it. I don't do it. You straight away made it so much harder for yourself. So like you say, whenever you're looking at doing a habit, you have to really kind of view it and kind of think to yourself, right, is that something that I 
first of all want to do what is my actual reality of it so if, if i'm if i've got a negative reality of doing something i'm going to be a lot less likely to want to kind of go ahead with it so reframing things like you're saying there is, is is key as well into forming those habits um for me so that you're going to feel feel more inclined to do them definitely and looking at the benefits of it as well you know eating healthily might be a little bit challenging at the start especially if it's something that you are you're having to make these you know changes that are completely different to what you would normally be doing but there are so many benefits to eating healthily Mm. you're going to feel physically and mentally better your body is going to absorb the nutrients you know you're going to get the vitamins you're going to get the minerals which in you know is going to support your immune system you're going to feel fuller you're going to feel more fueled so if i have a client that comes to me and they've got nutritional habits where they're not having any veggies mm. in their diet they're not having any protein i'll look at the their their the core of their nutrition i'll say well we're going to change we're going to work to change this and this because of these reasons mm. and i never make it about aesthetics no. i never say because this is going to get do you know what i mean 100%. this is going to get you lean it's going to be oh because we need to make sure that you're yeah. feeling yeah. fucking great in yeah. yourself what advice would you like to give to listeners who want to start building positive healthy habits into their life but are unsure on where to start so if I wanted to sort of get started on all of this, start to ingrain some really good habits, I think the first thing I would do is start to write stuff down. Write down what exactly it is you want to achieve first because that's going to be your guidance. That's going to give you your bigger purpose. It's going to give you your why to want to change all these habits. So if you can write down exactly, not just like you say, aesthetic, it could be, this is the person I want to become. This is this is how I want to show up. This is all of this stuff. This is where I want to go. Then you can start reviewing these habits, create the awareness around them, oh, uh, create the awareness around those habits. So which habits are not serving you? Which habits do I need to implement? Which ones? And then from there, you can sort of take a step on the first move. Make your first move. Create that game plan of, right, okay, this is my work the one this is the one that i need to work on the most or this is the one i feel like i can work i feel i need to do today or work on for the first week and then secondly this is where journaling even just like writing stuff down and i know it's not really a a sort of um it can sound a bit spiritual the journaling but it's so powerful writing stuff down is just it just gets it back on paper and it allows it to sort of look at it from almost like an outside perspective it's almost like your own coach when you when you write it down so i think if you can reflect back on those habits throughout the day and see the good in them it's like you were saying you can say right okay well habit was just wanting to go to the gym okay i went to the gym today okay actually now you're taking note on that action and that behavior and how it's made you feel i went to the gym today okay now i'm looking back on it it was really good lifted this weight felt good okay what can we do like you're more than likely going to be wanting to continue that so i think reflection on it is key as well so awareness so obviously writing the goal setting down writing the goal down then from there looking at habits that you're going to need to implement and and maybe ones that you're going to have to work on 
making that first step and then obviously reflecting in the evenings. So writing stuff down is would be where I'd start personally. Just to add to that, if you then are starting those habits and you are being met with some resistance, so this is sometimes what I see with clients is mm. they might be resisting a certain habit. It's okay to strip back from the original habits if you've maybe expected too much from yourself yeah. too soon it's okay to strip back so you know we were saying earlier rather than saying to yourself i need to hit my macros i need mm. to hit my carbs fats protein and calories yeah. it could literally just be something as small as i'm going to have veggies with yeah. each of my meals 100 percent. so making it achievable yeah knowing this is where like we were saying knowing yourself personally personally it's very hard for us at the beginning when we first meet somebody you only speak to them for a short amount of time. They don't, we don't know enough about like we can get as a lot of information through like all like, our lifestyle. Like I do a lifestyle audit on people, so I can really try to get to know them as best as I can. But throughout that process, I'm going to get to know them better, and that's when I can start to kind of really make some some solid changes or adjust the like you were saying, just adjust, just change change it slightly. Like okay, this is not really kind of working for us, even though you kind of expected that it was going to it's clearly we're not ready for that yet let's taper it back a little bit and let's make it a confident yes 100% let's let's go with that like you're saying there let's go with just the three veggies let's just start with that let's just tick that off I know you feel like you can do more but at the moment that doesn't seem to be the case so let's let's just make it 100% and the chances are is that you're probably going to over exceed that if you know 100% I can do that easily Anything done on top of that is going to be a bonus. Mm. Straight away in your head, you're like thinking, okay, that's a positive. So I always like to aim low and then you'll you'll always over-exceed it. So that's another thing. Rather than, I know obviously sometimes people prefer aim high and then if, you, if you're low, but again, that's a personal thing, right? It's, it depends upon what makes you tick or mm. how you deal with it really. Well, thank you so much, Jack, for coming in today and sharing all of your wisdom. It's been brilliant having you on. Where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, so I'm only on Instagram and it's Jack Ludus Coaching. Um, and that's my tag, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jack. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you.